Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, hope you've got your plunging necklines and your puffy shoulders ready to go. Today, we're jumping back into Pride and Prejudice, part two. We are just getting right to it, right? <laughs> the intermission is over, everybody. We're done looking at those sheep. Uh, if we needed jobs, though, the person that would tend those sheep, well, that would be David Miller. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll be a, yeah, oh, a shepherd, because like King David was a shepherd. I get it. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The lady of the house who needs to marry rich, that way she can take care of her family. Well, that's our author today, Eb Hanky. <laughs> I'm just the narrator. Oh, I'll bet you $20 that that husband dies within a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, am the histor- I am the historian of the bunch. My name is Michael Are Santel. you? Hello. Well, I have all of the mm. family lineage written down, I guess, David. Yeah. Okay. I know all about Mr. Bennett and Mrs. Bennett and how they made a perfect child named <laughs> Jane, who's an angel girl. But our story is about Elizabeth, who's a strong girl. And then there's Mary, who we shouldn't talk about because she is an abomination. And then don't forget about Kitty and Liddy just chilling in the clubhouse. You really did have your coffee this morning. Good job. <laughs> now, Mr. Darcy, okie dokie, here we go about him. Uh, no, that's when, that's where all my notes. Your notes stop notes... at the introductions of the people? <laughs> <laughs> Not at the introductions, but then we got into the crux of the episode mm. where we found out about all the different, there was the Longbourn estate, and we found out about the, the co- uh, what was the military guy? Was that Charles? Uh, Wickham. No, Wickham. Wickham. And how Darcy fucked with Wickham, and then Wickham was with a leather lady, and then he's back. And we found out all about the DeBergs, and that rich lady who <laughs> knew who was the one who had that guy. Listen, I got a lot of notes. What am I missing, Em? What did I Mr. forget? Mr. Darcy um, fucked over Jane's possible uh, arrangement that was building. Right, with, right. With, with Mr. Uh, Bingley. Bingley. God damn it. I wanted to say Collins, but I knew that was right because Collins is a whole separate person. Uh, See, Mr. Yeah. Collins is Mr. Collins is way up on my tree, so he came way early. Well, he's story. he's because he's he lives now on the estate of uh, Catherine de Berg. De Berg. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he lives at Rosings Park and is invited to dine with Lady Catherine de Berg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but also. Her friend married him, Charlotte. and she's the one. Yeah. And she's Charlotte's mm-hmm. going to all the dinners now. Yeah, and she's content, but not happy. And made sure not to say happy. that like three or four times, so it's important. <laughs> uh, and then yeah. the last last thing we had, because Mr. Darcy had been sort of like being like, "Oh, I actually like this Elizabeth a lot." And then he proposed to her in the worst way, and she was the like, "Worst possible no. way." Yeah. <laughs> She, he gives a he gives he's like I want to give you my ever dying love even though you are lesser than yeah, me of course despite <laughs> despite the fact that I shouldn't love you and your family is awful and there's no good reason at all for me to even talk to you will you marry me <laughs> yeah it's like not even will you marry me it's like so okay we can get married and she's like hold up so he just kind of was assuming that because of his wealth and stature that she'd just be like an automatic yes. This was just a uh-huh. formality, yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. It never occurred to him that she would refuse him. She's a strong girl, though. She will not do that. Well, she that we do live. know, and we know for that sure we do now. Know. We don't yeah. know, uh, but we can assume that her mom is going to be pissed. Pissed. Uh, <laughs> what do we think will happen? What are our predictions for the second half of this novel? 
I, I get the sense that Mr. Darcy is not going to take this lying down and will continue to try to woo Elizabeth. Uh, I think I think the other sisters will also <laughs> find suitors by the end of this story, or will will allude. Well, to them. we can we can go one of two ways, right? We can go the happy route where everybody ends up fine and married or happy, however that ends up being, or like one of them dies and one of them goes crazy and what you know what I mean? Like we can go one of two ways. Uh, I, I'm still stuck on Mr. Darcy trying to get Elizabeth still, and I'm like. I don't I don't think I want it to happen. Like I want her to keep saying fuck no, but I also hope that she doesn't get worn down by the end of the book. <laughs> I think Mr. Bennett is going to die and that's going to like sort of no. Oh, the dad, the, right. All right. The yeah, dad yeah, yeah. dad I think is going to be like sick on his bed oh, and he's like yeah. all I want for you is to be happy and she's like all right, fuck this, bite the bullet. Cuz then there's going to be like a time limit on it. Who was the person that it's going to go to? Was that Mr. Yeah, Mr. Collins. Collins. That's why yeah, he yeah. intended to marry one of the Bennett yeah, sisters. Yeah, yeah, But now it'll go to Charlotte then. Yeah, now he and Charlotte are, are going to live there. And uh, yeah, uh, Mrs. Bennett it, like, is so pissed off about that. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm certain all they do is sit around and talk about how they're going to like redecorate when they move in. <laughs> they don't, like, talk, they don't talk at all. Charlotte yeah. does not like him talking. <laughs> <laughs> they, they write very nice notes to each other. Like, well, what do you think we should do to this room? Send it and she, then he waits. She days. has yet to read his last three notes, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when Mr. Collins is dining with the Bennetts, I didn't mention this, but like he starts talking about how he's really good at complimenting ladies. He always knows what the ladies want to hear. Okay. Okay. And uh, Mr. Bennett to like egg him on because he's just enjoying how ridiculous it is. He's like, so do you like think of them in the moment or do you write these down? And he's like, oh, well, sometimes I write them down and i keep a little <laughs> notebook of he like how i'm gonna compliment ladies he has his own like pocket twitter he just like tweets See, funny things now that, about ladies. that makes me think of like so when he does that then if he uses some of his pre-written material does he have them then does he go through it and memorize them after he's written them down or does he like in the moment go oh hold on a second my lady and then like pull a book out of his coat and like flip through and be like i, I your think... eyes are like pearls in the sky of you know like <laughs> he, he goes as soon as he gets in the coat room it's like doing a quick five he like Put, goes like, three over of them in your mind just like have like three on have a couple on there your teeth are sparkly like a pearl your eyes are like diamonds okay here we go here we go here we go and then he's like <laughs> And then he, like, gets into the room. Just rapid uh, fire. Oh, okay. Wait, are we prediction. talking about what Mr. Collins does or what what I do already? No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, final predictions. There's going to be a big storm. Uh, we're going to have, uh, we're gonna have uh, another scene with muddy dresses. And, with of money course, dresses? Oh, muddy, muddy dresses. dresses. Muddy, muddy, dresses. muddy. Okay. Uh, and also, guess what, guys? There's going to be another day. There's going to be like four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. Those are all my predictions. Yeah. I think we got the bases pretty much covered here. All right. Oh, fabulous. A bear. So There's then... going to be a bear. Oh, for sure. Okay. A bear. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know always, sure. talking animals. I wanted talking to say animals. it, but maybe in a dream. We'll see. <laughs> Not even. Not even in a dream. Okay, so there it says intermission, and there's some bunnies and stuff like that, and then the intermission fades away, the music swells, the camera pans up, we see the estate again. What happens, Em? We open on a talking fox. Yeah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's voiced by George Clooney. 
um so uh, elizabeth has just like turned down mr darcy the next day she's like feeling terrible about everything so she feels bad about it yeah she like it was really upsetting to her oh i see like actually being upset not like bad okay i thought you meant like she felt bad for him and i was like why (laughs) don't (laughs) no she doesn't feel bad for him she's just like it was an upsetting thing like basically to just sit there and be insulted so she goes for a walk to try and clear her head, and Mr. Darcy is, like, in the grove waiting for her. <laughs> and she tries to avoid him. She starts, like, walking away. Because <laughs> that's um, what, what ladies part... want, everybody, is for you now to just what... be in their regular spot waiting for them. <laughs> <laughs> now, what part of the grove is he at? Is he over by the movie theater? Is he down by the north? The Street? farmer's can market. She, can, she go, can she go around him by the big bookstore, or does she have to go out through the parking structure? No, because they're doing a whole, they have a whole display there right now for, like... Oh, that's awful, because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So she tries to cut through the Denny's, but yeah, that's a good spot. Uh, (laughs) um, But he doesn't like try to like talk to her. He just hands her a letter, and he's like, "Hey, will you do me the honor of reading this letter?" Bye, and then walks away. And she's like, "Okay." So he could have sent a man to deliver that letter. He didn't have to wait for her in the grove. Why send a man when a boy can do it, David? Well, like a, you know, like a, a handmaiden, but the man version, you know? Yeah. A, a, a man. man. A I, believe man. It's a, I believe it's called a man-maiden. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> well, he doesn't send his man hand. He sends his own hand, which is him. Uh, so Elizabeth reads the letter. And he, in the letter at first, he's like, don't worry, I'm not going to, like, renew those sentiments that were so disgusting to you last night. Okay. But Don't worry, I won't insult you the same way again. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's like, but you leveled two charges against me and I want to defend myself. So, like, please just take the time to read it and let me, like, speak to what you accused me of. First, you accused me of breaking up uh, Jane and Bingley, even mm-hmm. though they loved each other. Mm-hmm. And he's like... I admit I did, but, like, <laughs> let me explain that. I could tell Bingley loved Jane. I could not tell if Jane loved Bingley. She seemed to be, like, polite and lovely to everybody, and so I didn't think that she actually felt that way about him. Um, and so, and Elizabeth is reading this, and she's like, what? Fuck you. Yeah. What do you know? <laughs> oh, but then and also, I, like, what? what is that his business then? Like, oh, she seemed a little lukewarm towards you. So instead of asking anyone, I broke you up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, he also says, you know, also I knew that it was like not going to be a good match because like, let's be honest, your family is ridiculous. Like you and Jane are fine, but like your sister, <laughs> this, mom. This is, is. this is the better note. This is the note. He's like, hey, I'm not going to insult you this time, but you know, your fucking whack ass family. What are we going to do with them? Yeah. And so at first she's like, okay, fuck you. Um, but then he's like, listen, your family has displayed like a very bad, like lack of manners and propriety. And she kind of thinks back and is like, well, you got me there. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, but she's like, what, what do you know? And he even says in the letter, he goes, so like, you know, Jane. So if she really did love Bingley and there was like an attachment on her side, I never meant to hurt her. Uh, but you know what? It's done, and I'm not going to apologize for it. It was for the best. I was trying to protect my friend. I mean, you could still apologize for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really should apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, so this just makes her angrier because she's like, okay, this is super, like, haughty. Yeah. 
Um, and so then he goes, okay, but the second more serious charge is you accused me of withholding Wickham's uh, inheritance and forcing him into a life of poverty. Uh-huh. That's not actually what happened. Let me go ahead and tell you. I don't know the specifics of what he told you, but I'm going to tell you what really happened. So he says, yeah, Wickham and I grew up together. My father loved him, uh, you know, very much. He and I were like brothers. Um, and it was his intention to go into the church. My father even paid for his schooling at Cambridge. So he's like very well educated. Um, and then after my father died, Wickham told me that he actually didn't want to go into the church. He wanted to study law. And rather than taking his inheritance of a thousand pounds and going into the church, could he have three thousand pounds to go study law? And I agreed. I, I like wished that he was being honest with me. So I gave him 3000 pounds and he just disappeared. He fucked off. Didn't hear from him for years <laughs> until a few years later, he came back and was like, Hey, I blew through all that money. I want more. Can I have more please? And I said, no, because I could tell he was like not studying law and he was just kind of like slutting it up all over town. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and that pissed him off. And he started spreading rumors about me, like to anyone who would listen. And then he kind of disappeared. I don't know how he made his living because he was broke. Um, but then he signed up so for the Dar- good old army. Signed up for <laughs> Uncle Sam, baby. Well, Uncle British Sam. Yeah, Uncle. I think it's Uncle Neil. Uncle. Well, I was going to say Uncle Samuel. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> Uncle Samuel. So then um, Darcy explains that his little sister, Georgiana, who was 15 at the time, was like traveling somewhere. And Wickham like went there after her just to like meet up convinced her that she was in love with him and got her to con- uh, consent to an elopement. And so the only reason he, uh, Georgiana, Darcy's little sister, didn't elope with Wickham is Darcy like showed up to visit unexpectedly. Uh-oh. And Georgiana respects Darcy so much that she told him, she's like, hey, I have to tell you a secret. I'm in love with Wickham and we're going to go elope. Um, which would have been a huge scandal. Like yeah. eloping was something that was like, Kind of shameful, especially for someone of Georgiana's social class, like especially someone so much older than her. And right. so di- like she's super rich. He's super poor. Yeah. Like it would have been d- uh, reputation destroying. So uh, Darcy like puts a stop to that and is basically like, yeah, essentially Wickham took a bunch of money, fucked off and then tried to seduce my underage sister. So that's what really happened. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't Darcy wasn't mad about the underage part, but it is a good point to point out. <laughs> yeah, like, I like I like the idea of that first meeting when Georgiana goes, Darcy, a man told me that I'm in love with him and I'm in love with him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he told me I'm in love with him and it turns out he's right. Let me tell you the plan he told me we're going to do. I'm going to lose my status and run away with him. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So Jane reads this, and at first she, like, doesn't believe it. But then she thinks back and she tries to actually think, like, objectively, not blinded by her pride or her prejudice about either party. I'm that that picture of Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen and smoking. (laughs) I'm 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 uh, I'm Ron Howard from Arrested Development. Hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> so she thinks back and she's like, "Yeah, you know what? It was super weird that Wickham told me this like really personal story about him when I like first met him." Uh, and when Wickham told her the story, she was like, wow, why don't you tell everyone this story? Like, Darcy deserves to be publicly shamed. Like, yeah. everyone should know his true character. And Wickham's like, no, I respect his father's memory too much to expose the son. Uh-huh, uh-huh, like that. Uh-huh. But after Darcy and Bingley, like, left Longbourn to go to London, Wickham started telling that story all over town. Like, all once he knew town. Darcy, Darcy was gone. Darcy was there to set the record straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. 
Yeah, that's when he started spreading his sob story all over. And she thinks back and she's like, okay, Wickham is charming, but I've never actually seen him do anything like good or kind or charitable. <laughs> He's he just been like even nice. in the army. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just steal that uniform? That wasn't never... a hun he killed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that shriveled head again, soldier. <laughs> Uh, but she's like, but Darcy is like well respected among his peers. Like everyone that he's close to, you know, really adores him. Okay. And like in the letter, Darcy's like, if you don't believe me, which I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't believe me. My cousin, uh, Colonel Fitzwilliam can attest to all this. He's the executor of my father's estate. So, and like, he's you can verify. really in the army. Leave that <laughs> <and> verify. <laughs> um, yeah. So Jane is like, Okay, well, shit. She says, in this, till this moment, I never knew myself. She realized that she let her partiality to Wickham, like, completely obscure how she felt about Darcy, and she couldn't see anything clearly. She feels like she was played for a dupe, and that's always embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she played herself. Yeah. She prided herself on being, like, discerning and smart, and she just, like, let some handsome man completely influence her prejudice. Exactly. (laughs) Totally. So she's like having an existential crisis over this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she leaves Rosings a couple weeks later. Um, Oh, and there's a a beautiful moment right before she goes where Mr. Collins like gets her alone and is like, oh, uh, Charlotte and I are so happy. And I hope you can (laughs) see how comfortable we are here at Rosings and what a beautiful life we have. And Oh, we're of one mind and one thought and like we were designed for each other. And he's going on and on about what a perfect couple they are. And Elizabeth's like, yeah, your wife and then can't she, stand you. He, like, she notices <laughs> that he, as he's saying all this, he's kind of looking past her and his eyes are moving kind of side to side. And she turns around and she's Charlotte's standing behind her holding his book up behind <laughs> <laughs> like cue cards. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, he's going on and on about, like, what a beautiful life they have. And then he, like, starts to bring up, like, oh, I hope you don't look at our life and feel, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk about that. Like, he's trying to rub it in You Elizabeth's could face. have had this, but <laughs> yeah. you did all of this. <laughs> As he says that, David, he puts his arms on the tapestries. <laughs> all of this. Yeah, yeah. His body's there, but he's touching other things as well. <laughs> So she's like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, so she leaves and uh, she picks up Jane uh, on her way back to Longbourn, uh, meets Jane in, like at some halfway point. Mm-hmm. They, 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 get, they, they do the rideshare carriage option to save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do. <laughs> yeah. They do their old-timey Uber pool yeah. horse-drawn carriage. And uh, Kitty and Lydia meet them at an inn when they're going to change carriages. And um, they're, of course, just being like stupid they're like look at this beautiful lunch we bought you we're gonna treat you but you have to pay for it because we spent all of our money across the street ah, sure sure <laughs> like great <laughs> um so they tell them they tell uh jane and elizabeth that the officers are going to brighton for the summer and uh they want to go to brighton like basically to follow the officers yeah. they're going to try and convince their dad to take the whole family there for the summer and they're like oh and we'll just flirt with all the officers and we could all like find husbands and they start <laughs> ragging on jane for being 23 and not married they're like oh she'll be an old maid i can't believe you're not married yet and just being awful people um and they also tell elizabeth oh my god guess what miss king who is the lady that mr wickham like was going to be engaged to mm-hmm. 
Um, she's been shuttled the way to Liverpool. Her family like shipped her off, and now Wickham is safe. Oh and no! So they're yeah. So they're like Elizabeth, you're excited. Wickham's single again, and Elizabeth is like, oh, not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, she knows the truth. She also has to confront Wickham. Uh, she doesn't want to. She um, Only she hopes if he to like comes never sniffing around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she d- decides that like she never wants to see Darcy or Wickham again. Darcy, she's just like too embarrassed, like at how she acted towards him. Um, and like, it was just so awkward. She like never wants to see him again. And Wickham, she never wants to see again. Cause she's like, oh my God, he's actually a terrible person. <laughs> I don't want him around. Um, so she doesn't tell, she only tells Jane about Darcy proposing to her. She doesn't tell Jane that like Bingley actually was in love with her. Um, oh, and Darcy in the letter also says like, I knew Jane was in town when she went to visit like her aunt and uncle in London, but his, you know, Miss Bingley and I kept that from Mr. Bingley. That's the only part of this I regret. I feel bad. I feel like that was beneath me, but whatever, it's done. So Elizabeth decides not to tell Jane about that, thinking it just would hurt her. Um, But she does tell her that Darcy proposed to her and the truth about Wickham. And they decide they're not going to spread it around because they're like, the whole town is really prejudiced against Mr. Darcy. Like, they've all heard Wickham's account. They're not going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Jade is a sweet angel. She's not going to go around spreading these things because she doesn't want to hurt other people. I absolutely understand. <laughs> exactly. And um, You know the thing about sweet angels in stories like this, Antel? They turn into devils? And I was going to say, everything always works out fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> well, also, that that story had some, like, compromising information about Darcy's little sister. So they're like, right. well, let's, you know, we won't spread that around. That's not our story to tell. Um, so then they get back to Longbourn, and Elizabeth is really seeing her family, like, way more clearly. They, she was always a little embarrassed by how indulgent their mother was and how indulgent their father was and how wild her sisters were. But now she's like, their actions directly impacted Jane's ability to, like, have a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. So I am just swimming in shame. Does and, this mean she's going to, like, get the writing crop out and start spanking butts and getting people in order? Like, what does that mean? Why is she... I, I, I can, she's allowed to be embarrassed by her family. Everyone is embarrassed by her family, but like, fuck society for judging them this way. Like, it's Kitty and Liddy's fault that Jane didn't find a man? Like, I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> that is. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like this two versus one. Please continue the story. Listen, man, we're hearing the same story here, so I don't I know. guess, I don't think we are, David. I think we're on two different pages. <laughs> Well, it's with this new information that um, Elizabeth hears that uh, Lydia is invited to go to Brighton by the wife of a colonel who she made friends with. Um, so they can't convince the father to, like, Kitty and Lydia can't convince Mr. Bennett to take everyone to Brighton. But Lydia gets invited to go as someone's friend. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth talks to Mr. Bennett, and she doesn't want to, like, give away specifics of, like, hey, here's specifically how, like, our sister, like my sister's wild behavior fucked over our family. But she's like, hey, it's a bad idea. You just got to trust me. Like she'll embarrass herself. She'll embarrass us. And Mr. Bennett's like, it'll be fine. We're just going to let her go. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit about that. Him and his crazy ass wife. I Listen, guys, I can see gray. your point of view. I can <laughs> see your point of view. I just don't agree with it. Yeah. He just like, he's content to like laugh at the family and doesn't actually try to like rein them in, which is what he should be doing. 
So Elizabeth does see Wickham one more time. Uh, they wind up, I think it's at some dinner party. I didn't write down where, but some social occasion. She mm-hmm. sees Wickham. She doesn't tell him what she knows, but she does mention that while she was visiting Charlotte, that uh, Mr. Darcy was there at Rosings, you know, visiting his aunt. And she got to know him a little bit better, and maybe he's not so bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he doesn't, he doesn't quite like, he doesn't know that she knows, but he's like, oh, she's actually getting to know Mr. Darcy. So and she like, might know at some point. She might know. Yeah. Or at the very least, my account is not the only opinion she has of him now. So he right. kind of like runs away with his tail between his legs. Oh my um, God, he, he has a tail. He has a tail. He's a, he's a talking fox soldier. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody's sad, nobody's married, and men are all trash, and that's where we're at. Everyone's sad, nobody's married, men are all trash. That sounds about right. The Agreed, girlfriend. (laughs) So in July, uh, Elizabeth goes with her aunt and uncle, the gardeners, um, on a tour of the Derbyshire countryside. Mm. Um, So they're like going around town, they're just looking at things, and they go to visit Pemberley. Which is Mr. Darcy's family estate. Oh, I thought Pemberley was a really rad name for a person that we were about to meet. <laughs> oh, oh, Pemberley. <laughs> That'd be Pem- a good hipster kid's name. Yeah, it's a mixture of Pam and Beverly. Pemberley. Yeah. Pemberley. Yeah. Pemberley. You and Kaylin get over here. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what's so funny to me is like they're touring the, the countryside and her aunt and uncle are like, oh, let's go visit Pemberley. And Elizabeth is like, oh, I don't want to. But yeah. she doesn't want to tell him why. Like the gardeners know Mr. Wickham's account of Mr. Darcy. So as far as they know, Mr. Darcy is just this proud, terrible guy. But he's got a really nice house. And I guess at the time you could just like show up at nice houses and like be shown around. If you're like in like, the, the similar social strata, I guess, right? You could like pop in and be like, host me for a bit. And then now it's up to them to like host you properly. I feel but they're like not. They're not. Yeah, that's not what's happening. It feels like the equivalent when you go look at uh, like model homes and you pretend like you're going to buy, but you're not going to buy those fucking homes. <laughs> I can't afford a home. But you're like, wow, look at this room. Look at the Oh, light. yes, I would like a glass of champagne. Thank you. Oh, yeah. what, are, what is this? <laughs> it would be like us showing up like in the Hollywood Hills and just finding some mansion and knocking on the door and being like, hi, this is a nice house. Can we see it? Right. And just right. like being uh, let in. Sure, sure. <laughs> So, but apparently that's what you could do. So they just show up at Pemberley. Um, Elizabeth consents to go because she finds out from a servant that Mr. Darcy's out of town. All right. He's not there. So she's like, okay, fine. He's, he won't be there. It's Let's safe. fuck up his room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes stuff. in there. Yeah. She does the exact same thing that once his name did earlier. She just starts touching all the tapestries. <laughs> touching all the walls. Oh, ah. this could have been mine. <laughs> so that's kind of what she thinks. She goes there and Pemberley is beautiful it's a beautiful estate a servant lets them in and is like showing them around and like it's just well kept and the servant is talking about what a nice master mr darcy is and she's known him since he was a little boy and he was always so sweet tempered and agreeable and like just he's a wonderful person and she's looking around and she thinks like shit like i really could have had all this (laughs) i could have been i could have been mistress of this estate by now Mr. Darcy is the best master. Anytime you mess up, he will only give you three switch hits. Never more, never less. Three upon the bottom. Oh, wonderful, with wonderful, you. Mr. Darcy, and such a generous lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a script all the servants uh, have to say as they go from yeah, room to room yeah. in the house. Uh, at least three times throughout the tour, they have to mention. Uh, and again, just the most giving part. <laughs> just so considerate. Um, so Elizabeth, like, again, she doesn't regret it. Earlier in the story, it talks about how she doesn't regret turning Darcy down necessarily. Like, she still doesn't really like him. Yeah. But she feels bad. She respects There's him. Respect and she feels there. really bad. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So she feels bad for hurting his feelings and, uh, like, she respects the, his position and she realizes she has been, like, awful to him. Um, so she's just kind of too embarrassed. And now it, like, she's seeing Pemberley and she doesn't, like, wish that she had said yes, but she's kind of like, ooh, oh, this, this cuts and I, I recognize that. So then, um, who should show up at his own goddamn house? Who? <laughs> Mr. Darcy. But he's what? not supposed to be here. <laughs> he was not supposed to be here today. I thought he was yeah. out of town. No, oh, that servant. <laughs> he was. Yeah. But he came back a day early. And Elizabeth is completely mortified. Like, imagine, she, she you turn someone down for marriage, you lob all these accusations, they give you a letter clearing their name, and then they come home from a business trip and you're just like and in their house. you in their house, the <laughs> I, nerve. And, she, and again, she had her hands on those tapestries. <laughs> she's oh, right she's in the like, middle. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> she's wrapped she's, up in it. She's literally she's licking one of them. She's like, <laughs> she's slowly, uh, she slowly takes her tongue away. She straightens herself out. She goes, hello, Mr. Darcy. <laughs> nice house. Thank she's you. Like, good day. <laughs> she's like in his nightshirt and his bathtub (laughs) Um, but Darcy is actually like really great he's uh super kind he's cordial he meets you know her aunt and uncle he's a good host he like welcomes them warmly he makes small talk he shows them the grounds um and he's like hey you know can we come visit you like he's just all of a sudden like this super great awesome guy and she's like oh this is weird what's going on um, so Darcy and his little sister Georgiana visit Elizabeth the next day at her inn. Um, and then Bingley shows up. He's in town too. So Bingley Mother comes by fucker. and he's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> but Bingley is kind of faultless in all of this. Like from Darcy's letter, Elizabeth right, learns like, that like yeah. Bingley got convinced that Jane didn't really love him and he didn't even know she was in town. So as far as he knew, he fell in love with a woman who didn't love him back. And right. he... He hasn't gotten married yet, right? But he, like, had another woman suddenly? Was that what happened there? Uh, Miss Bingley, his sister, told Jane, like, oh, we think that um, he's going to marry Georgiana, Darcy's little sister. Oh, right, okay. She, Yeah, she said that, but, like, it, uh, Elizabeth is kind of watching them, and she doesn't really see any partiality to Georgiana on Bingley's part. Uh-huh. Like, he seems to treat her like a little sister, too. Oh. oh, so if she can't really see that he's in love with her, then she should step in and break up that relationship, because... She yeah. absolutely <laughs> ruined that relationship. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, so she gets the feeling that, like, Miss Bingley just kind of put that in there for Jane yeah. to be like, don't try, no hope. Yeah, sure. uh, but, you know, Bingley treats Georgiana like a little sister. So she's like, huh. So they all show up and Bingley kind of asks, like, are, are all your sisters still at home? And uh, Elizabeth knows that he's asking, like, has anyone, has Jane gotten married to anyone else and left home yet? Is everyone still single? <laughs> so... um Bingley shows up. They all invite Elizabeth and the gardeners, uh, Elizabeth's aunt and uncle, to dine with them that evening. So during the day prior to their dinner engagement, Elizabeth and Mrs. Gardner go to repay the visit to Georgiana. That's what you do. You go visit back and forth. 
<laughs> Actually, there's a one-star review of Pride and Prejudice on Amazon Books, which is, it's just a bunch of rich people visiting each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 So uh, they go repay the visit, and Caroline is there. Isn't that every book? Isn't every book people visiting people and things? Narnia is just some kids go visit Narnia. No, like, that's isn't not, it always? They don't, they don't go people? visit Narnia. They it accidentally like a stumble visit. into a fantasy world and then are taken captive and or forced into a war that is Bilbo, beyond Bilbo them. Ba- Bilbo Baggins goes and visits the rest of Middle Earth. That's what I mean, stories are. From his perspective, yes. Because <laughs> that is what he's doing. Listen, Hamlet's dad just comes to visit Hamlet as yeah! a ghost. Yeah! <laughs> Hamlet has to visit his uncle right. uh, with a sword. So um, so they go and repay the visit. Caroline's there, and she is once again a total bitch to Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts mentioning Mr. Wickham to try and, like, shake her up just be like oh yeah i'm sure your your family is so devastated that the soldiers are leaving basically being like you and your slutty ass sisters must be <laughs> so sad to not be swimming in men she's just um, jealous she's just jealous she's just jealous <laughs> but elizabeth is chill and then after elizabeth leaves uh caroline just immediately starts shit talking elizabeth Ooh. and uh i have that part written down because it's so great right? so so who, she's shit talking elizabeth to Mr. Darcy. Mr. Darcy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And everyone else. And Bingley, Bingley and Georgiana. And, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. just the whole, so, that whole. Class. That whole party. So uh, Caroline says, for my own part, she rejoined, I must confess that I never could see any beauty in her. Her face is too thin. Her complexion has no brilliancy. And her features are not at all handsome. Her nose wants <laughs> character. <laughs> There's nothing marked in its lines. Her teeth are tolerable, but not out of the common way. And as for her eyes, which have been sometimes, uh, which have sometimes been called so fine, I could never see anything <laughs> extraordinary in them. They have a sharp, shrewish look, which I do not like at all. And in her air altogether, there is a self-sufficiency without uh, fashion, which is intolerable. Persuaded as Miss Bingley was that Darcy admired Elizabeth, this was not the best method of recommending herself. But (laughs) angry people are not always wise, and in seeing him at last look somewhat nettled, she had all the success she expected. He was resolutely silent, however, and from a determination of making him speak, she continued. I remember she's going on. For she's, more. she's going. The book makes sure to be like, now she shouldn't have done this, but hurt people, hurt people. Like, that's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> and I love how she's like her teeth are her nose wants character. What a yeah. weirdly specific insult. Her complexion lacks brilliancy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we first knew her in her knew her in Hertfordshire, how amazed we all were to find that she was a reputed beauty. And I particularly recollect your saying one night, after they'd been dining at Netherfield, she a beauty? I should as soon call her mother a wit. But afterwards she seemed to improve on you, and I believe you thought her rather pretty at one time. Yes, replied Darcy, who could contain himself no longer. But that was only when I first saw her. For it is many months since I have considered her as one of the handsomest women of my acquaintance. He then went away, and Miss Bingley was left all to the satisfaction of having forced him to say what gave no one any pain but herself. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> he's like, well, good thing you don't have to try to marry her then. Peace out. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I thought she was only kind of pretty, but now I think she's super pretty. Bitch! <laughs> 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 Every time I read that part in the book, I outwardly go, ha, bitch. 
She just gets smacked down. So um, Elizabeth gets back to the inn and she gets a letter from Jane. And she's like, oh, great. I'm going to read a letter. Uh, there's two letters. <laughs> she's she just has, That's she, an appropriate she, response to receiving a letter. That's good. I'm glad that she grabs her blanket. She puts the blanket on the lawn. She sets out her little drink. She's all ready. She gets her letter opener. She opens it. That's I mean, it is, it is yeah. something that doesn't happen necessarily every day. So it's like exciting yeah. to get a letter. I get it. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, from her sister who she misses. And there's two letters. One got misdirected at first. So they like arrived at the same time. Oh, no. That, yeah. that won't play into anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> so the first letter reads that um, Lydia, you know, Lydia was in Brighton yeah, uh, yeah. with her soldier wife friend. Um, Lydia has run off with Mr. Wickham. No! No! Yes. Mr. Wickham! <laughs> and everyone's hoping that they, like, that they've eloped. And, like, no one can figure out why Lydia doesn't have any money. Like, Wickham is, you know, kind of a fortune hunter. So... Jane is saying, like, well, hopefully they're in love. Like, he's got to be in love with her. She doesn't have any money. So, like, why else? What a what a crazy option for these rich people to consider. Did she do it for love? Ew. Like, <laughs> Gross. Well, they're hoping, like, even though an elopement would be, you know, at like. At the very least, could they be happy about it? Yeah. Yeah, right. at least, like, maybe they're in love and, like, they're going about it the wrong way, but, like, ugh. And then the second letter is, like, okay, they're not married. Like, basically, they did some digging, and uh, Lydia confided all of this in her friend, and the friend kind of fessed up. Uh-huh. They're not married. They just ran off together, and they're just shacking up somewhere. Oh. That's even worse! That's even mm-hmm. more disgraceful! Lydia, you're fucking ruining Jane's chances! God damn it! <laughs> this is why we said don't go to the soldier boys! <laughs> She's ruining everyone's chances like right. this reflects badly on the whole family to the point where like no one is going to want to have anything to do with that badly i know that this is like me preaching to, i'm literally a man tell, yelling this at you a woman but can't we hold wickham responsible for any of this right what is wickham's agency in all of this I know he is the master mover all of my women listeners right now are being like duh asshole like no shit but god, god damn it yeah, no, Wickham, I mean, Wickham's terrible, but no, Lydia is the one who is, like, completely, Ugh. you know. Guys, she's 16 years old. She doesn't know anything. Don't get mad at her. <laughs> yeah, but she, like, not only does this make it bad for any romantic prospects, but, like, socially, too. No one's going right. to want to socialize with them, yeah. with this Who's whole family. Who's going to repay a visit from this family now? Nobody. Exactly. Nobody. <laughs> so Elizabeth is like crying. She's super upset. Like her family is ruined. Lydia is ruined. And uh, who shows up but Mr. Darcy? Perfect timing. God damn it. He is the master of perfect timing. Yeah. And he can tell that she's upset. And he's oh, like, really is it the tears that gave it away? It's the tears. <laughs> <laughs> he's a perceptive one, that Darcy. Yeah. It's her fucking puffy eyes and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, she's like, listen, everyone's going to find out. I may as well tell you right away. Here's what happened. Sorry, Lydia ran off with Wickham. And she kind of berates herself. She's like, listen, I knew what he was, but like, I decided not to tell everybody about his true character. And if I had, maybe this could have been avoided. See, and now here she goes blaming herself. She should be blaming Wickham. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, sorry, we can't make dinner tonight because my sister's a whore. Like, I gotta go. (laughs) I have to get back home. So, yeah, Darcy's like, 
oh, I'm really sorry, and I can tell you don't want me here. Goodbye. And he just, like, <laughs> nopes out as fast as he can. And she's like, well, he'll never speak to me again. Yeah, he's yeah. good at reading a room. Also, he doesn't want to deal with... I just feel like he doesn't want to deal with female feelings. He's like, have you been crying? Okay, I'm out of here. Oh. Bye, 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 no, bye, because bye. his first instinct, she's like, oh my god, my fucking family fucked up. And his first instinct was to be like, I fucking told you so. But he like, he, like, he knew to shut and leave. Nope. And Elizabeth is like, okay, yeah, he left, right? Like, of course. He, he doesn't want anything to do with me or my family and, like, to protect his own reputation. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I will never hear from him again. That sucks. Because, um, again, she didn't really, like, she was starting to warm up to him a little bit, but mainly it was, like, a respect thing. Um, so Elizabeth and her aunt and uncle go back to Longbourn immediately. Um, Mr. Bennett goes to London to try and find them and basically like find out where they are and make them get married before anyone finds out that they're Uh, like shacking up together. Right, right. Uh, Mr. Gardner, Elizabeth's uncle follows the next day. Um, after a couple days, they, they get a letter back from Longbourn saying that they couldn't find, uh, Miss, they couldn't find Lydia and Wickham. Mr. Bennett is coming back and Mr. Gardner's gonna keep looking. Okay. Okay. So Mr. Bennett is like, not only did he fail his family by like, not seeking out good marriages, not saving money, not reining in his daughter's behavior. He goes to London. He's like, well, don't know where they are. Guess I'll just. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. I guess I'll just go home. Right. So, Mr. Gardner, um, is Mr. Writes, Gardner his brother or his wife or the mom's brother? That's, uh, oh God, I forget. I think it's the mom's brother. Okay. Um, cause they're working class. Like they're, he's okay. a lawyer, I want to say. Um, but they're actually like respectable, sensible people. They kind of step in into a parental role, like yeah. in the ways that Mr. and Be- Mrs. Uh, Bennett don't. Like continuing right. to look for the lost daughter after a yeah. day. Like- <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Mr. Bennett, where did you, uh, where did you look for her? I looked in the pub. I looked in a second pub. I looked in a dinner hall and then I looked in my motel room. Oh, I couldn't and all find of her, the streets so I went around that, those specific <laughs> locations. <laughs> I looked as far as two miles perimeter, and then I was tired. That was it. I drew a picture of them and asked three people if they'd seen them. And it was stick figures, but I thought it was good. Uh, but, oh, and to add insult to injury, they get a letter from Mr. Collins, who basically is like, I heard what happened, and it's... It would have been, he said, like, death would have been better. Like, it would be better if Lydia died. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, no one will want to. And, oh, I told Lady Catherine to Berg what happened. Basically, he's spreading it all over. And his letter is like, oh, I feel so bad for you. And I hope these are words of comfort. (laughs) You're just rubbing it in. Listen, this is, I I think this story's going to end happy. Maybe Lydia does just die. Maybe that is the solution (laughs) to all of this. (laughs) Well, luckily, Mr. Gardner writes back to the Bennets a couple days later. And he says, Lydia and Wickham have been found. In a pub of all places. Yeah, I was like, um, in in the movie in the BBC version, they're in a uh, like in an inn, just kind of hold up. Yeah, and sure. we don't really he, we don't really get to see them like shacking up together in the book, but in the movie, it's like uh, Lydia's like looking out the window and she's like, "Can we go dancing?" And Wickham's like, "Come away from the window," just <laughs> <laughs> like squirreling them away. Um, so, and Wickham has agreed to marry Lydia if the Bennets guarantee him a very small income, <sighs> like something like a hundred a year, Fucking or something grifter, very small. Man. Yeah, but that's like Mr. Bennett reads this letter and he's like, "Mr. Gardner must have paid him off." Wickham had a fuck ton of debt; he's been running up debt all over town. Mm. Um, 
like once Wickham's gone, everyone kind of like starts sharing the stories of like, actually, he wasn't so great. He ran up all this debt, and never paid it. Actually, he wasn't so great. <laughs> he owes, he did wait, this other he thing. He owes me money. You, he owes yeah. me money. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's no way he like it wouldn't have been smart of him to marry Lydia for anything less than like several thousand a year. Uh-huh. So the fact that he's agreeing to do it for a very small amount of money, Mr. Bennett is like, Mr. Gardner must have paid off his debts and basically bribed him to marry Lydia. How am I ever going to pay him back? Like, he right. must have paid an exorbitant amount to, like, make this happen. Or if he so, just pulled some, like, badass shit and, like, got a knife to his throat and was like, listen, motherfucker, <laughs> you are going to make this think, right. <laughs> no, they would rather die than lose social status. Okay. Well, Mrs. Bennett is freaking out the whole time that Mr. Bennett's in London because she keeps going... And he will have to fight Wickham to make Wickham marry Lydia, and then he will die. <laughs> and was just like, he's not going to fight Wickham. Mr. Wickham is in the army, haven't you heard? He has soldier training. He knows the deadly arts of soldiering. Yeah, Elizabeth's like, no, mom, he's dad isn't gonna fight Wickham, and she's like, yes, he will, and he'll die. Um, but he doesn't fight Wickham. Mr. Gardner finds them, and it's good. Um, so then Lydia and Wickham come back to visit Longboard. Originally, Mr. Bennett is like, she's dead to us. She's married, barely saved her reputation. Like they got married before they ever came back, yeah. you know, but they're never welcome in this house. But he relents and they come back to visit before they go to Wickham's new commission in the north of England. Wick- Wickham kind of gets like reassigned yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> after this scandal. Uh, he doesn't get fired and he doesn't face any consequences. He just gets a, he just gets transferred somewhere else. Oh, so the, t- his... the typical male treatment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no consequences for his action. Send him to another place. Yeah, tried, that sounds like the MO. Tried and true method for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so they come to Longbourn and they act, they're both acting like they didn't do anything wrong. Like, Lydia is just super excited to be married, and she's just like, I love my dear Wickham, and I, I hope you will all get husbands, and like, oh, I, I walk in the front now because I'm married. <laughs> the and it's the like, fucking oh. balls to walk in and be like, guess who's married? <laughs> Loser not married. Loser not married. Loser not married. I'm married. <laughs> I'll have to go to bed early with my husband. <laughs> my body is his temple, you know. so lydia is uh like just kind of going on and on about her wedding and she's like going oh i wish we could have gotten married here at longbourn but like oh they insisted that we got married before we came back i don't know why (laughs) i wish we could have gotten married here but you know we made that impossible so yeah (laughs) (laughs) and lydia lets it slip that mr darcy was at her wedding and Elizabeth's oh. like, why would Mr. Darcy be there at your wedding? Okay, yeah. Darcy, so, right. Darcy, Dar- David, David, David. Darcy paid off yeah, all the debts. Yeah, Darcy of is the one. Of course. So like, when and, she's like, oh, Mr. Gardner. I was like, no, he's a fucking lawyer. He doesn't have enough money to pay off that fucking debt. How did he no. do it? That's why I thought of the knife to the throat, but I didn't think of Mr. Darcy stepping in and putting a knife metaphorically to the throat of his debt. Right, 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 right. And I think Darcy's also paying the $100 a year as well. I think that's also well, on Darcy. Well, that would be from the Bennetts, right? That's from the yeah, Bennetts, yeah. yeah. No, that's from the Darcy. Bennetts. He's going to offer to pay it. He's going to offer to pay it. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Elizabeth's like, what's going on? So she writes to Mrs. Gardner and she's like, hey, deets, please. Like, spill what's happening. And so Mrs. Gardner writes back to Elizabeth and is like, okay, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but it was actually Darcy who found Lydia and Wickham and uh, Darcy paid Wickham off. Uh, and he insisted that Mr. Gardner take all the credit for it. 
He like it's no one was supposed why, to know that he was there. Why did you spend the whole first episode of this setting up my hatred for Mr. Darcy? <laughs> and then now you go through piece by piece and be like, no, no, he's cool. He's a cool dude. He's a good guy. <laughs> he's, David, you should have listened to his family. All of his family and friends said he was a good dude. They were right. All these other people are the goddamn liars. Fucking pulling me around left and left and right. I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Black is white. Up is down. <laughs> Until this moment, you never knew yourself. <laughs> now I you let my pride affect my prejudice, God damn it. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> um, so uh, Darcy and Bingley come back to Netherfield, which is very cool. Like, that's kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. They're there for a couple weeks. Um, they visit the Bennets. Um, let's see. I lost my place. All right. So Bingley and Jane see each other again. They're still cute. It's obvious they're, like, still in love with each other. Um, but Darcy kind of ignores Elizabeth and Elizabeth is like, oh, that sucks. Like he's here to be polite, but he's like kind of ignoring me and I I really like him now. And so it sucks that he's (laughs) ignoring me. Um, so Bingley like visits a few more times. Uh, and finally, like after a couple more times, Bingley finally proposes to Jane. Yay! (laughs) Yeah. And so Bingley tells uh, Jane, like, he had no idea she was in London. You know, he loved her the whole time. And Jane is like, oh, my God, I'm going to die of happiness. This is insane. So um, Jane, Elizabeth is, like, so happy for Jane. And she's like, oh, finally, she got her happy ending. I'm still kind of lonely and sad, but whatever. Um, so then a week after Bingley and Jane's engagement, uh, you know, they're kind of like planning the wedding and Bingley's visiting all the time now because they're engaged. Mm-hmm. And life is good. Elizabeth gets a visit from guess who? Okay. Let's see. Uh, uh let's see. The, uh, Mr. Who else Mr. Do Collins? We have? I guess Collins? Like, who else? Ooh, La- Lady de Burge? Lady de Burge? Lady Catherine de Burge. What? <laughs> the Lady Catherine de Burge? She never she... leaves the big house. What is she doing out and about? <laughs> right? How, how, why did she show up at Longbourn? So she, like, visits, and they're all kind of in the drawing room, and Elizabeth's like, why are you here? What's happening? <laughs> so finally, Lady Catherine is like, oh, there's a prettyish sort of wilderness outside. Like, Elizabeth, take me on a tour of it. We're going for a walk. And Elizabeth's like, okay. Uh-oh. So they're walking around. Well, Elizabeth lady- no, Elizabeth goes outside. She's like, fuck, that's a thing we do. People show up at your house and you got to show them around. Come on. I, I exactly. did this shit. You got to pay it forward. Come on. <laughs> So they're walking around and Lady Catherine is like, <laughs> Lady listen. Catherine de Berg on this walk is like, listen, I'm putting together an elite team of special <laughs> operas. <laughs> we need your wit. Uh, quite the opposite, actually. She goes, listen, I heard a rumor that you and my nephew, Mr. Darcy, are engaged. Is oh, it true? Uh, no. All she has to say is yes, and it's true. All she has to say is <laughs> yes, and it's true. <laughs> All she has to do is say yes, and it's true, David. <laughs> you and Elizabeth... I took a very different approach to this moment. <laughs> yes, well, listen, she wants to get back in. Just kind of weasel your way in there. You just say yes, and you make it happen. That's what love is, well, weaseling your way in. David, that is what the secret is. If you have positive <laughs> thinking and you go towards a goal, it will happen. So Lady Catherine de Berg, when Elizabeth was visiting Rosings, 
like you know again was like shitting all over elizabeth the whole time yeah. like you never had a governess ew and your your family's poor ew and was like polite to her but insulted her your, your also at the same time lacks all sorts of brilliance ew. <laughs> your nose needs character uh, so elizabeth is like uh i can neither confirm nor deny that like just to fuck Ooh, with lady catherine yeah yeah, and Lady Catherine's like, well, uh, Mr. She, Darcy is Elizabeth engaged. literally took the middle road between me and Santel's choices. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, but why, you know, I'm not going to say. None of your business. Yeah. And Lady Catherine is like, well, he's actually engaged to my daughter. What do you say to that? And she's like, well, if that's true, then you wouldn't have a reason to yeah, come here and ask me. Why are you here? Checkmate. So she kind of fucks with Lady Catherine for a little while. And then finally she's like, okay, no, we're not engaged. And Lady Catherine is like, good. Now, will you promise to never enter into an engagement? Ooh. And Elizabeth is like, I make no such promise. There you go. I make there you go. no such promise. How dare you make me make that promise? <laughs> yeah, she's... <laughs> She, I mean, she's like 100% sure it's never going to happen again because, like, Darcy has not really... He wouldn't propose to her again. Yeah, that she's already happen. refused him. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, so all she had to say was, like, sure, I promise to, like, get her off her back. Sure. But she's like, no, you don't tell me what to do. So uh Lady Catherine is like, I offer no compliments to your family. I offer no, you know, <laughs> right. no civilities. Goodbye. And, like, gets right. her carriage and drives away. So super weird. And then Mr. Bennett gets a letter from Mr. Collins yeah. congratulating them on the imminent engagement of Elizabeth and Darcy. No, the rumor is spread. Who's yeah. doing this? <laughs> and Mr. Bennett shows this to Elizabeth and is like, isn't this funny? Like, you know, as far as Mr. Bennett knows, Elizabeth hates Darcy. Like she's never told. Yeah. She only has told Jane that her feelings have changed. Um, right. But yeah, he's like, oh, ha ha. She hasn't funny? even told Darcy that her feelings have changed. Right. <laughs> So she's like, actually, that cuts pretty deep because Mr. Bennett is like, ha ha, you married to Mr. Darcy. There, that's what a never going to happen. Good idea. Yeah. She's like, ow. <laughs> um, so Darcy and Bingley visit again and, uh, they all like go out for a walk and Elizabeth kind of gets Darcy alone for a minute and thanks him for paying off Wickham. Uh -huh. Um, she's like, Hey, I didn't tell anyone else that you did it, but I found out from Mrs. Gardner from my aunt. And so let me say thank you to you on behalf of my family. Cause they're never going to say thank you. So I'll say it for them. Right. And he says, I didn't do it for your family. I did it for you. <gasps> Ooh, just for you. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, duh. Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. And then he basically says like, Hey, if you still feel the way you did several months ago, tell me and I will never bring this up again, but my feelings are unchanged. <sighs> And she was like, my feelings have changed, actually. <laughs> Her feelings have changed so much. Okay, then what happens? Well, then they get engaged. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's he, all it takes. Does he Does he do a better proposal this time? Or does, does she fucking flip the script and be like, I'm proposing to you now? Yeah. <laughs> that's like the whole engagement is him being like, my feelings are unchanged. And her being like, well, mine have changed. And then they... <laughs> Like, oh, and then they just kind of is. nod at each other and go, well then, good they day nod, to you, good yeah. day to you, sir. And then they okay. walk. <laughs> they do talk for a little bit where he's like, listen, you, you know, kind of reproached me for the way I acted, and you were right. I was a pompous asshole, and it made me kind of rethink the way I treat people. <sighs> he can or... learn and grow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, what a man. What a man. What a mighty fine man he is, you guys. Mighty fine man. Oh, man. And such a generous lover. Such a generous <laughs> lover! So 
we have a wonderful little like last chapter epilogue. Um, so Mr. Bennett like gives his consent. Mr. Darcy goes to ask for Mr. Bennett's permission and he gives it, but then he talks to Elizabeth and he's like, don't marry this guy just because of his money and right. social status. Like, Elizabeth, can you actually be happy with him? And she's like, yeah, it turns out I'm in love with him. Uh, didn't, didn't update you on that, but yeah. Um, so they get engaged and uh, Bingley and Jane get married and Darcy and Elizabeth get married. Um, and after the weddings, Bingley purchases an estate near Pemberley uh, where Jane and uh, where Elizabeth and Darcy live. So Jane and Elizabeth get to visit each other really often. Um, since Lydia is now living in the north of England with Mr. Wickham, uh, Kitty isn't under Lydia's influence anymore. So she improves, like her <laughs> manners improve. Her Lydia you know. was the poison pellet the whole time. And this whole this whole second half of the book, we have not heard about Mary one time, not <laughs> once. <laughs> oh, you know what happens to Mary? It says in the book she just stayed at home the whole time. She yeah. like never got married. She just yeah, she was just at home being a bummer. Uh, but Kitty improves a little bit. Lydia and Wickham stay terrible. They basically move around. The, Wickham can never, like, essentially hold down a job. So they rack up debts and move somewhere else. Sure. Um, they keep asking, like, Wickham is never welcome at Pemberley, but Lydia comes to visit on her own sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Um, they're constantly hitting up Elizabeth, uh, for money because they're like, oh, you're super rich now. So we should, <laughs> you should give us all the money you have. And Elizabeth does send them money sometimes, like, secretly, but, you know, yeah, yeah. like they kind of have yeah. a distant relationship. Sure. Um, the Lydia and Wickham do go visit Jane a lot and uh, Bingley because they're both so like kind and like generous that uh, they'll stay for weeks at a time. And it gets to the point where even Bingley is like, maybe we should ask them to go. Because <laughs> they've been here just eating all our food and drinking all our booze for two months. Like, it's, sure. we should ask them to leave. Oh, man, we're going to um, repay this visit so fucking hard. <laughs> So they stay terrible. Elizabeth becomes great friends with Georgiana, Darcy's little sister. Um, they, you know, become like sisters themselves. Um, she even gets to be on decent terms with Caroline. Caroline nice. kind of accepts defeat. Well, she and, better accept defeat yeah. at this point. Yeah. It's, it's happening, sister. Yeah. <laughs> For a while, Lady Catherine, like, completely cuts them out. Uh, like, basically, like, sends this, like, rage-filled letter to Mr. Darcy. We don't and actually, need Mr. her. Mr. Darcy cuts off Lady Catherine. Yeah. Because she's like, uh, and you know. Then no one comes to Catherine's house for dinner anymore. Except, all of a sudden, she boring, writes, blathery Mr. Collins. Fuck <laughs> Mr. Collins. I guarantee you she changes it because she wants better dinner guests. <laughs> well, eventually, Lady Catherine, like, accepts Does. the marriage oh, after right. a while. Elizabeth <laughs> encourages Darcy to, like, heal the breach. She's like, it's your aunt. It's fine. And so eventually, Lady Catherine kind of comes around. She even visits them once or twice. Um, and yeah, then they live happily ever after. And as far as we know, Mary just. Just never gets married. She stays in the Bible. <laughs> the end. The end. What a wonderful end of the book. I'm so happy that bitch Mary got what was coming towards her. I don't know why I was expecting so much more tragedy throughout this book. I, <laughs> it's a real reality check on my cynicism. I need to work on that. <laughs> you need to work on your pride and your prejudice, yeah. David. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh. What a wonderful... Uh, what a... 
I mean, I I feel like there's still so many loose ends. I'm surprised there's <laughs> not a Pride and Prejudice too. There's still a lot of storylines out there. I you feel know, like the, during the period of when this book came out, it wasn't a huge like sequel economy. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> Listen, I shall invent the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if we're Ooh, gonna, this one's I, going to be gritty. When we're done with Time Cops Back Office, I feel like Pride and Prejudice 2 is waiting for us. We don't need fucking zombies. We don't need anything. We just got all the story here. Yeah. Uh, David, let's go to lessons. Do it. Lessons. Uh, okay. My lesson that I learned from this is when you do something wrong or maybe are in moral gray ground, just go to the north of London. Nothing can follow you there. <laughs> if you go to another zip code, your crimes do not follow. First impressions of people aren't always accurate, I guess, is sure. a lesson. That's like the overall lesson between like Elizabeth yes, and Mr. Darcy. Yes, that's the big one. Like, yeah. That's the thing. But then also sometimes they are accurate because Mr. Darcy's first impression of Lydia was spot fucking on. So. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, beware of the dangerous arts of soldiering because they are deadly. <laughs> I was also going to say, beware of possible fake soldiers. We don't listen. Get, see their enlistment papers before you believe that they're actually a war man. Because a fake soldier is nothing you don't need to worry shit about. But if it's a real soldier, he will kill you. He will. He knows the <laughs> or way of death. he'll rack up a bunch of debt and then steal your daughter and run off to North London. North London. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's either someone's going to be deadly or it's like stolen valor. Either way, yes. yeah, yeah. To look out. No, Correct. Good, no All good. right. Uh, if you want, you know, when you are courting somebody and you're looking for a way in with their family, paying off their debts will get big your time, foot in the door. Big time in there. Money opens get doors, man. <laughs> opens the doors. It's like WD-40. It just puts that tin man back to life. Hey, I got one. Uh, repay visits. <laughs> yeah. Repay yeah. visits. We've lost the art of repaying visits as a society. Well, David, technically we've lost all of the arts of visiting. Of yeah. visiting <laughs> yeah. so. I mean, don't repay visits. Now, save them all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Listen, David is almost fully vaxxed. I I'm can't, so close. I mean, he's so close. I mean, I'm not, I don't know how many more of these we'll put in the can like this, but I think we might have a live in person episode soon, coming up. We soon we totally can. Although, I will say, editing wise, this way is way easier for me, but I'd be happy, okay. I'd be happy to suffer through editing us being in the same room to be able to be in the same room as you. Sure. <laughs> As our narrator and storyteller, is there any lessons that stand out to you as a, as a, as a general Pride and Prejudice lesson learning? Uh, I think in general, if you completely threaten to ruin your family's reputation and then someone has to bribe your husband into marrying you, don't fucking brag about it. Yeah. <laughs> Have some shame. <laughs> You sulk off to North London silently, thank you. <laughs> also, yeah. we keep saying North London. It's the north of England. They sent them to the top uh, of the continent. It's as far away from everybody as possible. North London is just as bad. You can just go there. <laughs> have you been to North London? I haven't. I haven't, so I will take I your word. I probably what? have, but I don't. It's not. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Um, thank you so much for sharing with us the world of Pride and Prejudice. I will let you know that I am... I am now excitedly waiting to watch whatever miniseries pops up in my queue first. I don't know <laughs> who will target it towards me, but I'm excited to see these characters brought to life. You should definitely watch the 95 BBC miniseries. It is delightful. Okay, okay. I think that's, you've said it multiple times, so I think that's the one I start with. <laughs> this is all I want. Kira Knightley or Bust. 
Uh, if the audience, <laughs> if the audience wants to, uh, oh, I forgot the silly pun of words I just said. What did I just say before I said this? What were we talking what? about? <laughs> <laughs> The BBC miniseries? You're talking miniseries? about miniseries? No, it was a mini... Yeah, oh, starting. I said, oh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to start with the miniseries. And if our audience wants to start with you, where should they start? What? Oh, they my can, God. They can repay a visit to me on Twitter <laughs> at Burger 9 <laughs> Wonderful. Well, listen... I don't know what you will come back for, Secret Producer M, but I'm excited to know what you have stirring in your hamster wheels. I'm sure if, it, if, it, if it's more things with petticoats, I'm excited. So, so you you <laughs> the, so the metaphor that he just gave was that you do, in fact, instead of a brain, have a hamster wheel, but not just one. You've got multiple, so you're running on multiple she's, cylinders. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for the compliment. Yeah, she has multiple hamsters in the wheel. She's a very well-oiled machine. <laughs> I've I've always thought that your complexion had brilliancy, Santel, oh, and your your teeth are tolerable. My nose, my nose definitely has character. I'll tell you that, David. You are a very handsome woman. Oh, I've you. always thought that about you. you. You are the you have the handsomest woman features I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. And you're regular handsome, but I think that's what you want to hear. Correct? Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, hold okay, on. I had wonderful. something for this. Hold on. Flips pages. Flips pages. Consult your notebook. Your eyes are like diamonds. <laughs> Well, we're going to take our diamond eyes and shine on somewhere else. <laughs> M, thank you so much for joining us. I've been Michael Santel. I'll still be David Miller. <laughs> I'm the Lady M. Handkey. Deberg. <laughs> Deberg. And we'll see everyone next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. Bingo, bingo. Bongo. Boom. Three, two, one. Bingo, bongo, boom. <laughs>